Football on Off the Ball. With Sky. Watch Bournemouth versus Newcastle on Saturday Night Football. Live only on Sky Sports. This is News Talk. Welcome back. So tomorrow at Nabbitstown, the countdown to the World Cup finals will really begin because Vera Powell will be announcing her squad for a training camp in Spain uh, later on in the month and also a friendly, an official friendly against China and a behind closed doors game against Germany. Uh, to look at how a lot of these Irish players are getting on at the moment, I'm joined on the line by the football journalist Shabana Hearn. How are you keeping Shaban? Hello, good evening. Yeah, I'm well, thank you. How are you, Nathan? I'm all right. Uh, I think everybody's feeling a little bit happier with life around the Irish team now that Katie McCabe is back playing some football again. It was a sort of strange few weeks there. Do you know, we have... Right, I don't know why it's not out there, Nathan. And I don't think I'm going to get my wrist slapped for for seeing how it actually is. I I just, I, I have to say it. Katie had a chest infection of the last kind of week which meant she couldn't train in full. So I think that had people thinking she was on the bench because of what happened in the transfer window. But no one said that she had a, tra- a chest infection. So there you go, I've said it now. I hope that clears things up. I, I might get in trouble you, I, for that. I, I, I don't care. I, I thought you were going to say that <laughs> she had a chest infection and the only place that could cure it was at Chelsea. <laughs> You're still in the pot. <laughs> now, um, You'll land me in all sorts of hot water. So, listen, there's obviously, there was a lot of uh, interest and talk around Chelsea and the bid for Katie McCabe and as to what that meant for her future at Arsenal. There have been quite a few interesting deals around the WSL over the window. So what you're saying there is that actually she's at Arsenal, the window is shut, she's there and there was no fallout from that. She just wasn't feeling great. No, no, it's not a conversation I believe her and her manager had had. Um, of course, there's going to be interest in players like Katie. Um, you know, she's one of the best left backs in the league. You know, you can only see why teams would want to strengthen. And, and that's the thing. It's a discussion I've been having over the last couple of weeks now, Nathan, is that in women's football, we we don't pinch big players from rival teams. We don't. You don't see it often, but actually the game's only going one way. You're going to want to strengthen and take the best players if you can afford them. Um, and I, I, I see moves more, more moves like that happening in the future. Um, and yeah, I mean, Katie, Katie's working her socks off as always um, at Arsenal, and and we'll see what's to come in the future. But um, yeah, she she was on the bench I think last week because she had a chest infection, so she wasn't in training all week. Um, and I believe that when she started last night in the cup game, um, and had a great game, played in the match performance. So um, she's back to her, but she's healthy again. Okay. Okay. A bit of controversy, though. Come on, a little bit of a little bit of scandal kept us going for a while. But uh, listen, we want to see her back playing. We want to see her playing on a on a regular basis at a very high level. And she was think? back. What, what do you think? What 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 do you think of the whole chat of the Chelsea move? What was your thoughts on it? I, I, I think just that it's fascinating to see that two teams that are such strong rivals that one of them would go and think they could sign an important player from the other team, and mm-hmm. I. You know, whether Arsenal, would it be, you know, it probably when Katie first broke into the Arsenal side, it would seem unheard of that she would move to Chelsea, but maybe it would show a real shift in the balance of power. And maybe Chelsea wanted to go down that road to show that shift in the balance of power. Mm. In terms mm. of the financials of that, because we did see over the window as well, there was a, a world record bid for Alicia Russo 
the Manchester United player which Manchester United turned down the budgets for the clubs around transfer windows how much is that linked with the men's side of the club uh, well, well very little you know um, for example the transfer of Alessio Russo Arsenal reportedly offered the 450,000 um, and United dug their heels in and said no Manchester United needs Alessio Russo to make the Champions League so if they get into the Champions League, they're probably going to get, I think, don't quote me, but the fee is roughly about 400 to 450 grand. So they're not looking and going, we need this payout from Alessio Russo. You know, we we need to now start seeing these deals and this business starting to happen. It's going to go that way in the future, but it's not how clubs operate just now. The the, the women's games, will teams will run at a loss and rely on their parent company um, and their parent club. To, to kind of keep keep them moving. I see that changing in the future, but I, I wouldn't have thought that Manchester United were going, this is great business, you know, we need this. They need her to get to Champions League, and if they get to Champions League, then they'll get more money from that. So that's how I think Manchester United would have, would have seen that. And of course, you don't want to lose your best player, arguably one of the best strikers on form just now. Um, to Arsenal, especially now when United were top of the league, you know, at that stage, uh, you know, of the transfer window, they were top of the league. They've dropped points now. Arsenal have dropped points now. Um, and, and Chelsea look to be, at the minute, the clear favourites. Um, but yeah, teams aren't operating quite like that just yet in the women's game. That kind of business isn't what they're pushing towards. But I do see that changing in the future. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that develops as whether you look at a Chelsea who on the male side have spent the most insane amount of money over the past month as to whether the women's side continues to operate as its own business or whether they go, do you know what, the PR for us as well is we want to have the best players playing for both men and women's team and we're willing to go and we're going to go and test Arsenal and test Manchester United mm-hmm. and see are there greater businesses ready to back their women's team to the extent that we are. But maybe we're a bit away from, from that just yet. It, just on uh, mm-hmm. Katie McCabe then, she was back in the side last night. They went back to a a back three, so she's getting to play on the left-hand side. She'll obviously be a key part of Vera Powell's team. Uh, where she is with Arsenal then and, and getting back into a, a run of form and a run of fitness, the expectation then is that she will be playing on the left-hand side. Like when she came on against West Ham, she looked very comfortable. She looked she looked fine. It was obviously yeah. a, a disappointing result. It felt like they, the team ran out a bit of steam probably in the, in the closing stages and a definite setback in terms of a title challenge. Uh, but... Mm-hmm. She is she is the banker in in that Ireland in that Ireland squad when we're looking at Vera Powell naming it tomorrow and like, we do need her playing every oh, single yeah. week because there are quite yeah. a few players who aren't actually getting that game time at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, Katie's the bit of a jewel in the crown, you know, for, mm. for Ireland. She bring she brings experience. What I love about watching about Katie is that she brings aggression. She brings fight, passion, fired. I think I think she's a, a wonderful player to watch and you might get the odd worldy goal, um, which is also lovely. But she's key to Ireland's side, not only as the captain, um, but as a player who gets a job done and makes things happen and has an instant impact um, on a game of football as well. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, she, she is of course key to that Ireland side. If she's not chosen tomorrow, I'll, I'll eat my hat. You know, <laughs> of course she's going to be in that side, um, and and she is key looking ahead to the World Cup to be involved, to to be present, to be playing her best football for her club in that pre- preferred position, which naturally does then change when she heads into Ireland. But they have that flow, they have that rhythm, they have that understanding 
you know, with, with Vera. So it all makes sense the way it happens when she moves from club to country. Uh, can I ask, and listen, I don't want to get uh, too personal on this because uh, for anyone who's not aware then, so you're Ruisha's sister and Ruisha is Katie's partner, so you know Katie for a mm-hmm. long time on a very personal level. The leader that she has become, this massively important figure in not just Irish football, in Irish sport, and how comfortably that seems to sit on her shoulders and how much she seems to embrace it. And even in the emotion in Scotland, how quickly in the interview she was able to talk about what it means for the greater game in Ireland. Has she always had that since you first met her? Has she always, has that always been her personality? I remember the day that um, the manager Colin called her. We were in Northern Ireland on a holiday um, at the time and Katie must have been, she must have been 21 or, or 22, which in reflection is such a young, you know, she, she was so young when she got that phone call and she was offered to be the captain. And that day we all went, we went, we were heading out for a walk and, and she kind of, stayed behind, took this call and then ran and caught up with us. And like, there was this, he's just asked me to be captain. You know, I've just been asked to be, 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 to be the captain of Ireland. And you could tell that buzz and we were all really pleased for her. Um, and it was her, Katie, with my family, you know, Rusha, my mum, my dad, my sister, my brother. And um, we all were just chatting about it, like how incredible is that? But I think it's what's changed from there, you know, the, the, from the, the, the strike at that moment as well to how the the finances came in, the backing came in from Ireland, the equal pay came in, um, and the sponsorships come as well, that actually, it, it took off, you know, that, I don't want to, I can't speak for Katie, all I know is that she relishes the opportunity to lead her country, she's very, very proud, she wants to make football better, she loves being somebody that young kids look up to, and she loves the idea that, I mean, I texted her the other day when the, when the stadium got moved from the, the smaller stadium in Sydney to the 83,000 stadium to open the World Cup. And I just put in our group chat, we call it the uncles group chat, um, because Rusha and Katie used to live with us. And, you know, we said they were our living nannies kind of thing. Um, and, I, you know, she, I just said 83,000 turning up to watch your roasters play football. <laughs> and... You know, she and she was just like, it's absolutely crazy. So I think they're they're so aware of what's coming. They don't want to get ahead of themselves, but they're also just they just love it. They just love it. I mean, it's it's hard for me to just explain for her, but she's doing the the best that she can. You know, and she's she's an a massively busy person. Everybody wants Katie's time. You know, like you see that. You know, you see anywhere you are. You know, she they're becoming those stars. You know, they're becoming like famous mm. you know places that we would go to so um you see how that changes people you know that can change people that can affect people um and she's always so willing to you know smile and chat to people and you know put on her i always find her when you put her in the spotlight she she, she it's like she she turns into this performer you know she loves she can turn it on she's got a, she can charm everybody and um, it's a real talent that she's got she's such a charming warm person um, and it really is the way that she is, you know. So I'm, I'm really happy and proud of her. And um, and and long may it continue. Long may she stay on this this road of you know yeah. where she's going. Cause no, she's brilliant. She's class. The hype train is, and we're like, oh my god, this table. We're uh, so good. Can we just stop that crap? Ireland could win the World Cup. Let's be honest. Oh, Shane could. No. Why are we so afraid no. of this? OTB AM live weekday mornings from seven thirty on the OTB Sports app. 
looking at some of the other decisions then uh, that Vera Powell will face, like one news story out of last weekend that she'd be really happy with was Courtney Brosnan's performance for Everton oh. up against Manchester United, keeping a clean sheet, which was hugely important in the title race. Chelsea beat Spurs. Suddenly Chelsea are a couple of points clear. Uh, Courtney Brosnan's been sort of in and out at club level. And I know when we were doing commentaries at Emma Byrne, Emma was... You know, from the start of the campaign to the end, it probably been transformed in her opinion because Courtney Brosnan's performances and go were so impressive for Ireland. But this constant concern of is she getting enough game time at club level to make sure she's 100% sharp when she comes in at international level? A performance like that sort of answers all these questions. Yeah, it does. And I, I agree with Courtney Brosnan. I remember she when they played for against Arsenal, Everton against Arsenal was December the 3rd. And I was working at that game and you know, I was like, there she is. You know, it's the it's the big goalie. For, you know, caused a scene at, at Hamden that night for Ireland to qualify, and standing next to her, she's this big unit. And you know, Rusha and Katie talk about it all the time. And what do they call her, Courtney? The Brosnahan, the Brosnahan. I think they call her. It's linked to a footballer, but you know, they they see her as like, just thank God for Courtney Brosnahan. <laughs> you know, like she's or the Brosnahan or something like that. But anyway, they. I think she needs that regular game time. The thing is about Everton is that um, under Brian Sorensen, they're actually playing really good football at the minute. You know, they've caused a few upsets along the way. They're gathering points. Um, and performances like that will mean that they, he's got a job to do in terms of choosing. But every time Courtney is on the pitch, she steps up. So I don't think Vera will have any concerns about that. Um, she's been enjoyable to watch at 27 years old. She's um, She's got so much ahead of her, but I think she'll be pivotal. And the way that Ireland play... You know, defensively, you know, they, they make it tricky for, for, for um, other teams. But Courtney and goal, like she's been the player of the match on so many occasions for me. Um, you know, she really does step up every single time. Uh, one last thing before we let you go then ahead of the squad tomorrow. Uh, we, last time you were on, we spoke about the depth in the squad and 28 players in the Scotland squad with four or five injuries of players who were getting a lot of game time before that. Vera Powell said that there were four players they were looking at seriously from outside of Ireland. Aoife Mannion was one of them, who I think was on the bench for Manchester United, who could be eligible. A couple of more players. It'll be fascinating to see, does she go down that route? Does she feel that she needs to bring in a bit more talent into that squad, which will mean upsetting probably one or two players who have been there every step of the way? Yeah, I mean... If there's a time to do it, it's got to be now. Mm. You know, you're going to a World Cup. Vera won't be going looking to to please everyone. And that's the the challenge of being a manager. You have to go and look who's going to be your best team. Um, and and try on out. You know, these younger players who might be the key of you know making Ireland a stronger team going to the World Cup. Uh, she has to do that job. You know, she has to trial them out. There are so many members of that Ireland team that are are so experienced, and I really want them to be the ones that get there. You know, and. I, you see it with the Lionesses as well. Ellen White, Jill Scott, those were the players who were pivotal with that squad. You know, and you, you, yes, they were coming on as subs, but they were there, they were part of it because they bring that experience. And I think it's getting that balance right and striking that. And um, this camp next week, it's um, it'll be interesting. I mean, getting to play Germany, I think, behind closed, closed doors is a huge challenge. Um, you know, and they'll be able to give themselves an idea of the competition that they're going to be facing. Uh, the Germans were, were hot favourites going into the, the Euros final until they lost pop in the warm-up. Um, you know, they're a very, very strong side. Never underestimate the Germans. So I think getting to level themselves up against the Germans and China is going to be an interesting week for Ireland, especially with the World Cup just around the corner. But will she tinker with the squad? 
I won't be surprised if she does. Um, and I believe that the players will be finding out tomorrow. So, um, or if they don't know now, then you know they'll find out in the squad announcement tomorrow. But it's interesting times. All, all countries going through it, um, and Vida has to do this as well. It's important for her to get this right. I feel like you're about to tell us who's in the squad, but we won't push you on that one, Shaban. <laughs> you're pushing me too much tonight. You're after Listen, it. just keep us the direct line with uh, all Katie McCabe injury updates so we're not panicking between now and the World Cup. You've got a lot of power in your Kate, hands right now. Kate, Katie doesn't get injured. The girl is... You can't literally... Well, she can't be getting the sideline with a little bit of a cold then. Come on. It's going to be car. winter in Australia. I'm a bit away. worried about this. <laughs> we got to run, Shaban. Great stuff as always. Take care, Nathan. Have a good one. Football on Off The Ball. With Sky. Don't miss West Ham versus Chelsea this Saturday. Live only on BT Sport. This is News Talk.